You are listening to audio from the Mariner campus of CA Church, located in Coquitlam, British Columbia. We hope this message helps you grow in your personal relationship with Jesus. Hi, welcome to CA Church Online. I'm John, one of the pastors here, and I have the privilege of serving in the area of local missions. Our online experience is going to be a little different this week because this is the weekend of the year which is dedicated to reporting on all that has happened in the area of missions over the previous year. We want to take this opportunity to celebrate the incredible things that God has done as well as demonstrating accountability to all those in our congregation who generously and sacrificially have given just under $1 million to missions last year. This is incredible, especially that this happened in the midst of a global pandemic and alongside our For The City building campaign. So today, we will be sharing reports and stories of what has been going on locally and around the world in the lives and ministries of our partners. It's important to note that due to safety concerns, we cannot share in detail the names, locations, and activities of all of our partners, because there are many places where Christians are actively persecuted today. I also want to mention that if you are not a part of our church, or you're checking us out here online today, we're so glad that you're here. I hope that the following stories and updates would demonstrate to you the heart of our God. We care about missions because our God is a missional God. He himself has come to find us and save us through the person of his son, Jesus Christ. And now we, as his people, are called to carry his message of hope into the world so that all may hear that Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord. Our heart today is that you would rejoice with us as we look together and marvel and wonder at all our God has done. Hi everyone, we are the Rivera Zone family and we work in San Jose, Costa Rica. Thank you so much for all of your prayer and all of your support. We hope you have a great new year. Hi everyone, I will begin today by reporting on one of our global partners, Mexico. As many of you are aware, we have partnered with Tara Mara Ministries in Mexico for over 20 years and have been blessed to serve alongside them as their ministries have expanded into many different states and areas of the country most recently in the areas of Ensenada, which is on the coast of Mexico, and Chiapas, which is way down at the bottom. My hope today is to share with you as much as I can about all that God has done in Mexico throughout the year of 2021. To the best of my ability, and in this brief period of time, I'm going to try and highlight what your support has helped to accomplish in Mexico while sharing with you some stories that have touched our hearts. As always, through the generosity of CA's child sponsors, we have been able to continue to help feed, clothe, house, and educate the Taramaran children living north in the Copper Canyon at the Kokaibo Boarding School. Schooling in the canyon has looked quite different this past year, as at numerous times the government closed the school's doors due to restrictions and lack of available teaching staff. But thankfully, workers living within the canyon were able to step up and continue to educate many of the children who were still able to attend. In fact, this year, the Guacaibo Boarding School was even able to celebrate Christmas with their annual Christmas party. As many of you already know, since August, a group of 14 youth arrived from the canyon and the Huicholi tribe to attend high school in the big city of Juarez. The ministry decided to bring them to the city so that they could have a better education, but also so that they could have more of an opportunity to disciple them. 
This year, before leaving for the Christmas in the Canyon, Pastor Thomas told the youth that the only ones who could come with them on this specific trip into the Canyon were the ones who had faith that when they shared their testimony, God was going to move the hearts of the other children. Irma, Sandra, and Macario, all from Guacaibo themselves, raised their hands. What an amazing feeling to see youth that we have witnessed grow up in the boarding school for many years, now ready to become evangelists. Because of their great faith, they saw God move in a mighty way throughout their trip in the canyon. The children led Christmas songs with Macario on guitar, Irma singing, and the Holy Spirit moving. Many kids accepted Jesus into their hearts, and God brought his freedom into the space, even to the adults who were present. And so needless to say, a great Christmas was had in Guacaibo. In 2021, major renovations also took place at the boarding school. Now, the school is only one building of many, but 20 years ago, the school was the original and only structure standing in Guacaibo. It was built before there was a road and every supply and material was carried in by mules. Because of this, you can imagine how needed renovations were. Now with the finances you helped to provide, the boarding school is well on its way to having a sturdier foundation, new floors, new walls, and most importantly, a high quality roof. We're excited to see the new spaces that will be given to the children to sleep in. As mentioned earlier, because of COVID, life in the canyon has been difficult, not only for the children, but also for their families, many of whom attend churches that have been planted in the area within the past few years. Because of a large donation made through CA, we were able to give extra this year towards food baskets, which provided food for those living in remote areas of the canyon. At the best of times, life in the canyon is far from easy, with families struggling to feed and clothe themselves while living in a small one-bedroom house or caves. But now with the added restrictions of COVID and transportation being cut off at various times, these baskets have played a crucial role in many families' survival. We praise God that through your generosity and the sacrifice of those working in Guacaibo, people not only receive physical food for their bodies, but they also had the opportunity to receive spiritual food, having the opportunity to hear of who God is and his love for them. We rejoice over every new Christian that comes to know God in the canyon, especially someone like Augustine. Recently, Pastor Brenda shared this story with us. She writes, Throughout all my years working in the canyon, I have met many people. People who have come to know Jesus, who have been baptized, and have started to make other disciples. But for many years, we've been sharing the gospel with the leader of a community in Nabachike. And in the politest way, despite our efforts, he has always ignored us. All of his children attend the boarding school, and he is the father of one of our workers. Well, to my surprise, I could hardly believe it when on my last visit to Guacaibo, I saw him in one of our services with his hands raised, praising God. But I was even more in shock when he began to speak. He expressed how thankful he was for all of the people that had helped him and had never given up on him. He cried and shared how hard it was for him to come to Jesus for all those years because in his mind, he couldn't comprehend how God could love a drunk. But last year, one day while he was walking home, he heard a voice telling him how much he was loved and he couldn't resist the Spirit of God that came over him. Brenda writes, as always, a story like this amazes me. God is saving people who live in the middle of nowhere. I believe it is because of the prayers of the saints and the testimony of many believers like you. Now Augustine wants to serve and travel with the pastors and leaders who preach to others. Wow, what a powerful story. God continues to transform a community that used to be marked by sadness and hopelessness into a community that is filled with joy, love, and hope. And for that, we give thanks. Another area we started to support this past year was one of our newest initiatives in Zacatecas, Mexico, which is in the more central region. Many of you know from what we've shared over the past two years, but the Christians living in this region are heavily persecuted for their faith. Christianity is not congruent with the local spirits worshiped in this area, and because of this, many families have been expelled from their villages. 
these Christians are left with nothing, none of their belongings, no housing, or means to provide for their families. This year, we are happy to report that because of the generous finances of this church, we have been able to officially purchase the land for a house of refuge in the safer region of Zacatecas, and they have begun construction. This building will serve as an invaluable space for believers to seek refuge and safety as they are forced to start over. In Ensenada, we continue to partner with the Alliance Church. This year, our town center campus aided the Ensenada Church by covering the rent for their church building. Lastly, in the southern state of Chiapas, Rail City has started their very own partnership. Rail City committed to raising funds to build a brand new church for believers in this area. Many of the existing churches are small and in need of numerous repairs. Like in Zacatecas, Chiapas is a place where Christians are persecuted for their faith, and many of the smaller cities face dark spiritual battles, where things such as hopelessness and suicide are prevalent. But it is also an area full of warm and loving people who live boldly for their faith. And so we are excited to see how this new church building will shine and be a beacon of light, telling of God's great love for his people and those who don't yet know him in Chiapas. Hi, I'm Brenda Granados, and I'm here in Rio Chico, Chihuahua. This is the same place where we met probably like 18 years ago. I still remember the first group that came, the amazing time that we had, and everything that has happened during all these years. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being in the mission field with us. I know that you are a great, great support for my ministry, for my family, and for everything that I do. I just wanna thank you, Coquitlam Church. Thank you so much for being here with us. Love you so much. And moving along, we're gonna jump over to another global partner that we have in Africa, and that's Village of Hope Zimbabwe. This year, we sent computers for the school there, and we also gave a significant amount for school improvements. Village of Hope provides holistic care for every child and teaches them about God and his love for them. Each program at Village of Hope is delivered with love and an environment of spiritual encouragement and leadership. We provide also ongoing support for, the, for House 8 in Zimbabwe, providing a feeding program for hundreds of children in Burundi and Tanzania as well. Now let's jump across the ocean to the Philippines, where we have worked with gentle hands in the orphanage there. It's a wonderful place which supports orphaned and abandoned children and facilitates adoption for forever families for these kids. And I want to share a story with you of five children, five siblings, who are in their care. And this is what they said. I am 17. I am the eldest of five children. Our mother surrendered us for adoption after years of neglect and abuse. Our life has not been easy, but we have been shown that we are beautiful. We have been taught that we are worthy. And even if we are behind academically, we are learning. Today, like every day, I pray for a family, a family who would be willing to take a chance on us, on our whole family, a family who would be willing to dig deep financially, emotionally, and physically. I only have a few months before I age out because I'm 17 years old. I know that and my siblings know that. Today, we know that we are safe. We know that we are loved and we know that God has a plan for us. But we want to be adopted together. We are waiting for someone to give of everything they have, of everything they are, of everything they know life to be. 
so that we can have a family. Also in the Philippines, we've been working with Metro World Child, and we've been with them for about seven years. They reach children and families in the ugliest and most desperate situations, in poverty beyond what you can imagine. And so we're so privileged to be able to partner with them. So now we want to talk about what's happening in the Middle East. We continue to support Brother Michael and the ministry that he has throughout the region there. He faithfully works with many pastors and leaders, training them for ministry, and he testifies of so many people getting baptized, the healing of damaged marriages as he works with different cultures and nationalities. He boldly professes his faith and has begun apostolic ministries throughout the region. Some is done online, but much of it is done in person. Also in 2021, he started four new churches and they expanded uh, what they were doing in their ministry there. I also want to quickly highlight a few new initiatives. So we had a refugee camp that we were helping as a fire had swept through most of the camp and the families had lost everything for the second time. And what a privilege it was for us to contribute in a small way as they had to rebuild everything that they owned once again. On Christmas Eve, we gathered enough money to feed 150 families for the entire year of 2022 with food baskets. The pastors and leaders in this area north of Nineveh are so grateful for the opportunity to share the love of Jesus in this way and to tell about how God cares for these people in their situation. We were also able to purchase a house in partnership with House of Omid in an undisclosed area. And this house will provide refuge for families in danger who are escaping uh, persecution. It will also uh, be a place where they will produce Bibles. And it will also be a place where leaders and pastors and a church can be housed to come together and to grow in their faith. Well, greetings to you, Coquitlam Alliance, from the area that we are calling north of Nineveh. My name is Ben, and on behalf of my family, on behalf of the church here, and in partnership with Pastor Samir, we just want to say thank you so much for your continued generosity, for your continued support and love that you show the people of this region and the ways in which you partner with the church here. It means so much to us that you would hear and heed God's call in the midst of it. So thank you for your generosity and we look forward to continued partnership in the years to come. Hi everyone. I want to share a few things with you about how God is working in local missions. First, I want to share with you about our cultural food pantry. This is the space that we are in now. If you haven't had a chance to see it, you should pop down to take a look at it. Isn't it beautiful? It's so welcoming. Just for a quick comparison, here is the old pantry. Do you remember that space? God is so good. We are currently serving 200 families in our community, mostly new immigrants. We have many, many volunteers that joyfully serve, greet, and pray for our guests. We believe this allows us to demonstrate the love of Jesus and a bridge to share the story of Jesus, especially those who don't know him. Through this ministry, we are able to provide more than just food. Here's a few stories from this past year. There's a lady who attends our food pantry. We all love her so much, and she loves to serve alongside us as well. Unfortunately, she had an issue with her dentures, which left her with no teeth. She couldn't afford to get new ones. 
and was just living with it, knowing that at some point in 2022, she could get medical coverage for new ones. It was so hard to look for a job or even eat a nice meal with no teeth. Someone from our church made it possible to get new dentures for her. They got her teeth for Christmas. She was so grateful and overjoyed. When she got her new teeth, the very first thing she did was FaceTime me so I could see her beautiful smile. It actually did bring tears to my eyes seeing that. We have another lady who also attends our food pantry and she lost everything in an apartment fire. Thankfully, some friends took her in for five to six months while the repairs were being done. We put a call out to our Facebook community page for items for her and we were able to get so many needed items. It was really cool to be able to be involved with that. She still needs a few items, but she's doing really, really well. We are also grateful to support Talitha Coombe over these past few years. They are Christian Recovery House here in the Tri-Cities. We have had TK as Mission of the Month in May to coincide with Mother's Day. They are the only recovery house that allows children to remain with their mothers. They offer the ladies Bible study, life skills, friendship, and love. And we are so grateful that some of the ladies attend CA. We have served alongside them for a few fundraising events, and it has been a real blessing. And finally, I'd like to talk about the car ministry. I have been blessed to be involved in this for several years now. We have someone from our church who volunteers his time and his shop. We accept vehicles and he has them repaired, and then we are able to turn them out to people who apply for vehicles. This ministry allows people to get to their jobs, medical appointments, and to get groceries. It has been such a privilege over the years to be able to make that phone call to the recipient to let them know that they are receiving a vehicle. I know that last year, Pastor Diane had reported on this. There was a man who received a vehicle and he was so excited that the Christian music superstar was putting on his plates for him. We didn't have the photo ready at that time, but we do now. So here he is, none other than Andrew Marcus putting on the plates in the pouring rain. It was a really cool moment for us all to see the joy in this recipient. And in 2021, we gave away 12 cars. God is so good. Hi, my name is Maddie with Athletes in Action, and I just wanted to say a big thank you to CA Church for your generosity this year. And I'm looking so forward to seeing what God's gonna do in 2022. I've had the privilege of being a part of the missions team since September of last year. It's been amazing to see all that God has been doing through some of our local partnerships. We are thankful to continue our ministry partnership with House of Amid in reaching immigrant families with the love of Christ. Ahmed and the whole team have been a huge help to us with the launching of the Cultural Food Pantry and we continue to share food supply with them. Last year, we had the opportunity to partner with them in the creation of a new food storage bin in the parking lot of Westwood Community Church. There's now a solar powered shipping container, which a number of people from our church helped to renovate into an amazing place to store bulk food. Another area where we were able to partner with them last year was in December for Christmas Village. Having our new building allowed for us to host almost 400 people in the Burke Room for a Christmas dinner, a gospel message and some worship. 
We had the privilege of giving gifts to everyone in attendance, including Christmas gifts for the children in each household. I received feedback from so many people about how welcomed and cared for they felt attending Christmas Village. We had over a hundred volunteers from our church give sacrificially of their time, and there were many who generously provided Christmas gifts for the families. Thank you. I want to share now about Hope for Freedom. We're pleased to continue to support these local partners. They exist to provide supportive recovery for men and women suffering from addiction or homelessness. I wanted to share a part of a recent testimony from a man named Adam. A year ago, Adam was struggling with addiction. He came to Hope for Freedom to find help. And over the last year, his whole life changed. This is his story. Hope for Freedom has been my safe harbor I've felt it and experienced its calm waters and seen it work in the lives of those who have taken this journey with me. I've found truth, discovered potential, forgave and been forgiven. I've learned to trust and earned trust alike. 12 months on, I'm now gainfully employed as a community outreach and advocacy worker with Hope for Freedom. I attend support meetings regularly and am trusted and a compassionate member of the recovery community. I've earned my emergency first aid certification, food safe certification, and take on tasks I used to shy away from. Hope for Freedom has given me both strength and promoted faith. I sometimes reflect on the contrast of dark and light, the shell I was and the man I am now. These are profound thoughts and changes that man alone falls short of. Today, I understand the footprints in the sand and I am blessed that God has been with me from the very beginning. I pray when I'm in a good space and I pray when I'm struggling. God is my rock through all things. He listens to my desperate whispers and he dances when I sing his praises. I've not known a friend like him. My words are passionate because that's how God loves us, fearlessly and confidently. I pray my testimony may inspire someone that there is hope and you are never alone. What a powerful testimony. We recently heard that Hope for Freedom guests will once again be joining us on Sundays at our church. We're so thankful that they're going to be back with us. And I want to encourage you, if you see them here, would you welcome them with love and hospitality? And now for an update on our refugee families. Last year, it was amazing to welcome Mehdi and Mina. Mehdi is now on staff and leading our Persian ministry and overseeing the food pantry on Saturdays. We have three more families that we are sponsoring who are waiting to come. We expect that they will be arriving soon with us in the next few months. Let me introduce you to them. We have Habib and his family who will be joining us. We have Bassam and his family. And Bassam's actually the pastor of the Arabic congregation in Yalava. And we have Milad and Sona, who will be joining us from Antalya in Turkey, and he is also a pastor. Hi, my name is Catherine from VOH Zimbabwe, House 8. Me and my family would like to thank you for your continued support throughout the year. May God bless you and keep you safe in these times. Thank you. So the last area that we want to talk about today is the Christian workers that we support locally and around the world. First of all is Sergio and Nancy Bersaglio. They work at Village of Hope and have been in that ministry for about 20 years. We're also going to mention uh, Paul and Ruth, who will begin a ministry with Village of Hope in Africa. Then there's Hans and Christine, and right now as we speak, they are in an undisclosed area of Africa serving as doctors. And we also have Kevin and Andrea, who are home visiting us right now, but they serve in Costa Rica. The area of the world where we support the most Christian workers is in Mexico. 
Many of you know Pastor Thomas and Brenda who work throughout the entire country and give leadership there. Then there's Julio and Maria. Julio is an evangelist in the Copper Canyon area. Sandra and Manuel, they pastor a church in Nabuchique and have had an extensive ministry in the Copper Canyon. Guillermo and Elma work in Guatemoc as pastors. Jose Manuel and Ruby work in Huchitan as pastors. Alex and Irene work with the Pima people in Babicora. Then we have Porfirio and Lorena who work with the Wicholi people in Zacatecas in a church there along with Luis and Amelia, also pastors in that area. And lastly in Mexico is Enrique and Elma who serve in Ensenada. And lastly, I want to mention Greg and Laura, who are known to many of us here as they left from our church a number of years ago and are serving in an undisclosed area of the Middle East. These are our partnerships with Christian workers locally here in the Lower Mainland. Ahmed and Dina lead House of Amid in Burnaby, serving immigrant families. Arlene Kinney and Maddie Powers are serving with Athletes in Action, sharing the gospel with students at SFU. And Greg Needham is serving with Teach Beyond, helping to bring Christ-centered education to many different parts of the world. We are so thankful for each of these workers and we praise God for everything he did in and through them this last year. Well, that brings us to the end of our time here together at CA Church Online. I hope today that you were inspired and encouraged to see all that God has done in 2021. Again, to everyone who served, everyone who gave, everyone who prayed, we say thank you. At the end of this video, we have some prayer points looking ahead to the rest of 2022. I wanna encourage you to press pause. Yes, literally on this video, but also pausing in your day, whether that's right now or sometime in the next week, and pray for God to move powerfully in the coming months. Let me end today with these words from the Apostle Paul in Romans 10. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message. If you've been listening to our sermons, but you're not a part of a church community, we would love to have you join us. You can go to cachurch.ca to find out more about getting involved in the life and mission of CA Church.